Hey everybody, it's the old captain here. Um, I have contracted out two weeks worth of podcasts, both the Curse Free and Curseful, although I didn't specify to my uh, substitutes uh, to uh, not curse in one or the other. But anyway, you're still going to get uh, four podcasts the next two weeks in theory. Um, and because I got to catch up with some writing is basically what it boiled down to. I had all this, I had plenty of time on the road to do really crappy audio recording podcasts while driving across Nebraska at 3 a.m. Uh, but I have, you cannot write. And so I have a bunch of writing that I'm going to do. So I outsourced the next two weeks. I'll be on vacation for podcasting and we'll be having, uh, guest podcasters coming. We got, uh, O'Shea uh, Jackson, uh, he's doing this podcast now, and uh, please go visit his YouTube channel. I'm not saying that because he's helping me or he's a friend, but by God, you just just listen. You're going to listen to this podcast anyway. Just listen to this man uh, uh, talk, <clears throat> and keep in mind he's busy as a med student as well in a foreign country, which I I kind of find like amazing. They still has time to do all of his uh, videos, but he has his YouTube channel. We also have DT and the man. We have Burton Ernie. Um, they uh, they said they would. Uh, but you know all old Mr. Nilless Grumpster, Eeyore, DT, I don't know, maybe I will, oh, there's no point in like You know, he's got kids too, he's got two little girls that are actually kind of like fun and happy. It's weird that his genetic material made such happy young children. It really is, is it's dumbfounding. Uh, but they will be substituted. We also have Adam Piggott and hopefully... Uh, Sinlib Sosh, the great one himself from the Cynical Libertarian Society, they may do a a tag team kind of thing uh, over to interwebs. And then who else? Uh, there was a fourth person. Oh, Mitch Berg, like an actual professional radio show guy. He might actually be in on the thing. Uh, and and might that's the uh, might because you know uh, how how all this podcast radio thing. Anyway, so the old captain will be back with the Clary Podcast in about two weeks. Uh, but uh, do go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Had some really good posts coming up. Uh, just need to go ahead and bang that stuff out. Toodles. Welcome to the Clary Podcast. A division of Aaron Clary, LLC. Brought to you by assholeconsulting.com Clary, Chairman and CEO. And now, your host, Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. Today, I will be guest hosting for Aaron Clary. So welcome to the Clary podcast. My name is O'Shea Duke Jackson. I have an interesting topic for today. And that is how not to be a wage slave. In fact, the idea of this comes from a particular article in which I was reading And I felt it would be very good for the listening audience. Before I do that, I would like to read a few things on the behalf of Aaron Clary. And for his podcast here, there's some bills, obviously, that we need to pay. So the first thing that I want to do is mention the Amazon affiliate program here. Uh, A few books, The Reconnaissance Man, Black Man's Guide to Poverty, Bachelor Pad Economics. Asshole Consulting. Hey, you can advertise on this podcast. Over 3,000 listeners weekly. Um, Subscribe to this channel. All of these things. And I'll get back to more of these a little bit later. Towards the end of the podcast. But let's deal with being a wage slave. One of the things that I would like to draw your attention to is the Congo Dandies. I don't know if you're very familiar with this particular documentary. It can be found on YouTube, but as you know, the Democratic Congo is in Africa, in Central Africa. And what you see 
in Brazzaville, which is the capital of the Republic of Congo. It's right across the river from Kenosha, which is where former, um, which was a former dictator. Uh, what was this guy's name? Anyways, it doesn't matter. It was a Zaire, Joseph Mobutu. So the country split apart. What you will find are a group of African men participating in what is called Lesape. Now, what is Lesape? Or what is Sapure? This is a group of men who are in a group of esteemed gentlemen, as they call themselves. And what they do is they go around wearing expensive fucking clothes. $1,200 suits and you know $1,000 shoes. And they walk around this undeveloped partition of Africa in Central Africa in these expensive clothes. The problem is these guys can't afford it. You will even see the star of the documentary. His name is Maxime. And if you know, the Congo is a Francophone country. It was dominated by the French. It was a French colony. When these guys go to the market, people cheer them. People wave at them. But what they don't know is when they go home, they live in abject poverty. Poverty. They live in complete filth. But on the outside, they look like they're somebody. Now, how does one live in a poverty-stricken place in the neighborhood like Brazzaville, obviously. You know, there are some people who are living rich in the Congo, but why do these African men participate in a wasteful spending process of clothes when they can be buying land? One guy turned down buying land to buy a suit that he saved for two years. Why are these men doing this? It makes them feel good. They like the attention. And if you look at many Americans who are in the bottom partition of the country, and I'm talking about insofar as um, opportunity, as resources, what you, will, what you will find out is they care what people think. They got to have the newest car, and they have to have the nicest neighborhoods, and they have to have all of these things. And so what they do, instead of saving their money to build an opportunity for them down the line, well, what you find is they become wage slaves. And actually, this title of this podcast, How Not to Be a Wage Slave, comes from an actual article, How Not to Be a Wage Slave. You know people like this. And the thing about it is people feel that they don't have money because their job limits them. So in other words, I make only a certain amount of money. So therefore, you know, I, I can't save anything. And that's why I'm always broke. People think. I would like to bring to your attention today. I'd like to bring it is that it doesn't matter how much money you make. It matters not. Many of you know that I'm over here in Poland. I'm in medical school. I know a guy, his mom was a doctor. His dad was a judge. They are flat broke on welfare right now. Both people. You think of the time and the effort it takes for one to become a medical doctor. <clears throat> what does it take for one to you know, own a practice. This person was actually on the Texas, um, I believe the Texas Tech was a dean of admissions for medical school and now flat broke. Making hundreds of thousand dollars a year. Okay. But now I want to transform the conversation to Mr. Earl, a black man out of Baltimore who worked $12 an hour. I was the salary. And he was a parking lot attendant. But he spent 40 years investing and educating himself at $12 an hour. His portfolio is valued in excess of $500,000. $500,000. Now, understand the fact that people, listen to this, 
people of all races come to his parking lot attended gate to get financial advice from this guy. He is a parking booth operator. You gotta understand how powerful that is. How does some, and this guy, is, I believe he's dyslexic or has problems reading from the last time I wrote the video. So how does it, how does it, how does one who is a uneducated parking booth attendant in Baltimore, how does he have more savings than a medical doctor who went to UC San Francisco, who was a pediatrician for over 40 years? How does that happen? Well, one is a wage slave earner. That's the medical doctor. The other person on the flip side makes the money work for them. Their money earns them. Do you understand what I mean? I mean, I know this is not going to be a very particular hot topic here today, and I, I, I'm, I'm also doubling on a YouTube live stream. So I know that this is something that particularly my audience, which is uh, mostly black, doesn't want to hear. Because the majority of black people that I know, and I know Aaron Clary's uh, audience is probably not predominantly black. This is a conservative audience. But we must assume that most black people are very interested in looking good for right now. And I'm petitioning you who are in my listening audience today to refrain from being as such. Fuck looking good for right now. Fuck it. Because just like these guys, and you've seen them, and if you look at the documentary, they look good going out in the city, but they don't have anything. They're always working for the next lick. Consider people like Antoine Walker. Now you're sad. Now you're hurt. You understand how that works? This is the situation that we are in, people. And what we need to do is to understand some principles about this. Now, it looks like my chat got disconnected here for a little bit. We may have to redo the podcast here, but let us see what is going on. Just give me a second here so I can work through this. And it looks like this is the case. But let us continue. First thing, be frugal. I know you know this if you're Aaron Clary's listener, but for my audience, they may not. So be frugal. That means, do you need to buy that? Is that necessary for you to buy that? Do you have to have that? What is necessary and what is something that you don't need? Black man, I'm talking to you. There are shoes and there are Jordans, motherfucker. Shoes can cost you $10. Jordans cost $300. I'm asking you, do you need Jordans? I'm asking you this. Do you need it? It's a conversation that we got to have. Because one thing I can tell you is, Jordan don't need you. I can tell you that. Does it make sense for you to work a whole week? Bust your ass a whole week? Deal with, come on now, dealing with rude ass customers. Come on, you guys. Those of you who work in customer service jobs, I don't care where you work. You may have a good job, may have a bad job. I don't know. You may be working at Michelin Tires. If you work with customers, you know customers are fucking rude. You guys know that. Customers are rude as fuck. Talking shit. So the pain it takes for you to get that fucking money. 
Some of y'all hate y'all job. I used to hate mines. I worked for Verizon Wireless for six years. I hated every waning moment of it. Five years, actually. When I got my money, I tried to make sure I could do something with that motherfucking shit that can get me out of there. But not only do you hate your job, you spend your money on stupid ass shit to keep you at your job longer. That's why you are a wage slave. You are bound to the shackles of your job. And you waste your money on things like Jordans. You waste your money on things like dumbass shit. Thank you, Serious Life. Thank you also to the other person that donated. You waste your money on dumbass shit, man. Then you get mad when you don't have anything. We don't have enough money to save. And what happens? Here comes an opportunity for something that you can do right now. Somebody has a great business. You can't get into it. You can't go into it. You don't have the money to do it. All your money is in your closet. You know, now to be fair, Ringo has a kicks channel. His shoes are for business. He actually does shoe reviews. So he can make money off of that. He collects these things. You doing it to go outside and look good for a bitch. Trying to impress some hoes. You put money in the shit that don't give you no kind of fucking value. And then when an opportunity comes for you to invest in something, you can't do it. Calypso, Oregon, I'm preaching. Get the likes up. Get the likes on the video. And thank you for those who are donating the super chat. I really appreciate that. You are those Congo dandy Negroes, man. You guys know people like this. You see them. I've talked about this in great detail. Go to any community college, you will see black dudes, black young men in $300 jeans, $17,000 shoes, not one fucking book in the backpack. Haven't bought no fucking books. Nothing. Some people work just to buy expensive shit. Don't think about saving no fucking money. Let me tell you guys something. I worked at Verizon Wireless, as I just said, for over six years, five years, rather. <clears throat> I wanted to talk about when I first got there in the company, and you got to listen to this. Listen to this if you don't listen to any fucking thing else. When I first got to Verizon, it was big money in it. It was big money in being a telesales representative. We were, we were in Rancho Cordova, or Folsom at the time. We were selling across the nation. It was better than being in the store because you could take 50, 60 calls a day. We had more free shit you can get. You know, we had a lot of good deals. It was good money. You could work a lot of overtime. The problem is people didn't understand that when the company realized the employees are making much more money than we should have been, <clears throat> they're going to move in a way to take that money away from you. Companies do not like to play employees a lot of money. This is what you got to get. So you cannot assume that the company that you're working for is going to continue to pay you Seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year, even if you are in sales. The reason why they don't want to do that is because they want to cut down the cost. The less they have to spend to you, the more the company has profit, the more the stock stock, you know, stockholders are are happy. So <clears throat> you gotta understand that when I got there in 2009, yeah, people making a hundred thousand dollars a year. They didn't understand though that in 2017, that call center would be closed. All 400 of those people are out of a job now. But guess what? That mortgage is still going to come. 
that car note is still on its way. Your kid's tuition still has to be paid. And now it's going to be more difficult for you to get a job that's like that, especially if you don't have a lot of job skill, um, if you don't have any particular job training. So what you need to understand is you have to start putting your money away, not now, but right fucking now. If you have a good job that pays a lot of money, <clears throat> you're not an engineer, you're not some type of um, really skilled person, you better be fucking careful. Because jobs are moving in a way that they can knock you out of it. Knock you out of it. And you got to understand that as being very serious. Because many people <clears throat> are waking up today and, and, and the job is giving you, in some cases, listen, you can relocate and move to Texas in 60 days or we can lay you off. Now, think about this. Most jobs know that you can't relocate in that amount of time. They know that. So when they send you that, in, they, they send you those things, they know that. <coughs> Happens to people on Verizon. You know, hey, you can either go to Dallas and get laid off, or Texas, or you can do this, you can do that. Now, what, what, what am I saying here, brothers, and people listening? Understand the fact, and I can't keep saying this enough, you need to put your fucking money away for a rainy day. Because that day is coming. And the reason why I'm able to give this podcast to you in Poland right now for Aaron Clary is because I saw something that people didn't see. I had $20,000 saved. Liquid. When I left the country, I had maybe about 10 because I, I did a bad investment in my own um, website. But that experience is paid off for me now, as you can see. But the thing is, is now I don't have to get up and in, 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 in work with Verizon. I can create my own income. And the reason is, is because I gave myself a chance to do something different. That is what I'm telling you. Deal with your temporary jobs for just a little bit. You know, if you're trying to build yourself up, you got to start somewhere. Do not become a wage slave. I hate to see you brothers out there uh, wasting your money buying things you don't need. Things that can't help you do shit. You know, we don't we don't need that. <clears throat> and a lot of the things that we see and insofar as um, the black man's guy out of poverty, Aaron Clary's book, or you talk about a lot of things that we see with the lack of development in the black community. You can just point to wasteful spending. You can point to that. You can point to it right now. You can look at the lack of direct spending on building infrastructure in black communities. We can do that. We can look at that. You can you can look at, come on now, black women. Extensive weaves. And you guys come on here. Listen, let's let's get the likes up on the video. I got I got more people donating money than people liking the video. That's a damn shame. Get the likes up. <coughs> we have to understand this. The lack of development that we see in black communities and black schools is 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 the, is the exact result of people wastefully spending money and being consumers and not builders. Let me move to the next point here. Avoiding debt, brothers. This comes directly from the article. I have very many of these articles on um, the negromanosphere.com blog. <clears throat> I have about eight articles written on debt by Josh Salito, certified public accountant out of Canada. What do we talk about weekly on the negromanosphere.com? Credit card debt. Clips of Oregon. Thank you, Bob Newhart. We talk about credit card debt. <clears throat> and the reason why we talk about credit card debt is because it affects me people. Not just credit card debt, debt in general. I'm not talking about just Best Buy. That's little debt. Credit card debt is little debt. But debt with regards to um, a home mortgage, um, that's debt. And to me, I think there's no such thing as good debt. 
You know, you got a medical school debt, you owe $200,000. That's not a good debt. I mean, any, anytime you owe somebody, it's not good, motherfucker. You know? Debt people, when they call you, they don't say, hey, good to see you. They want their fucking money. I'm talking about past tickets. I know my, listen, brothers has got a bad problem with paying tickets. Goddamn. Come on now. You brothers know I'm talking the truth. Nigga, you know you got a ticket. Three to four years ago, pay your tickets, man. You mess around and get pulled over and have a have a have a war for your arrest. They'll put your black ass underneath the jail. And the reason why is you don't pay your fucking tickets. I'll pay it later. I'll pay it when I get ready. No. <clears throat> My granddaddy told me there's two rules in life. He said, the first rule is, son, you will get a bill. I said, what is rule number two? He says, rule number two is pay the bill. Once you get it, pay it. Pay your bills. But avoid bills, motherfucker. Now, of course, you need a house mortgage. You know, I can understand that. Still, I think still bad debt, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the better of bad debts. Avoid dumbass schools. Listen, Aaron Clary has a great podcast on this. Great channel. Asshole Consulting. I, I, I would suggest that any of you brothers who really want <clears throat> some advice on that, I would direct you to Aaron Clary's channel. He's a great economist in this regard. How many people do you see going to school for dumbass shit? I mean, I see Lewis Brooks there. I know he's a mechanical engineer, but we have people spending lots of money, $20,000 a year, going to the University of Phoenix. Come on now. <coughs> the University of fucking Phoenix? You have Negroes, people going to Georgetown University, spending $50,000 a year to major in art. You have people spending $45,000 a year to go to USC, major in sociology. Now, wait a minute. You did all of this. Some of you have gotten good scores on your SAT, ACT. And with all of this, you are now in serious debt when you get out of college. And this happens to a lot of black women. You get a degree in something that you can't use. Women's studies. Now you're $170,000 in debt with something that you can't use. Do you understand how that works? That is bad debt. <clears throat> a worthless degree is bad debt. You will be a wage slave because guess what? You have to start paying that shit back. And if you don't pay your educational debt loans, you will have fucked up credit and you will not be able to get to an apartment. You will not be able to get a house. You will not be able to do any of this shit. Staying out of bad fucking situations, brothers. If you see somebody talking about they want to fucking major in motherfucking English. Listen, you speak English. Well, some of y'all speak Ebonics, but English. I want to major in world history. Please slap them. Hit them in the throat. Well, they're almost going to die, right? <clears throat> and save them. Say, listen, motherfucker. Don't major in that. Major, if you're going to go to college, major in something that's going to get you a job instantly. Engineering, accounting, computer science. Something that you can get a job and pay a skill. <clears throat> Sociology is not a fucking skill. You might as well get a, a degree and jack it off. 
For those of you who want to like the video, go to the video itself and like the video. I have 70 likes here. Yeah, go to school for basket weaving. <laughs> Motherfucker, learn how to make lambskin condoms, nigga. Do that. Do that. Come on now. Jack off university, motherfucker. Learn how to pull your dick with both hands in school. Get a degree in wipe assology. You know, there are people that have <clears throat> PhDs right now on welfare. You know, PhDs on welfare. Now, I have a buddy who I was trying to, when I took the MCAT and um, came to school, I had a buddy named Ryan. I will not tell his last name because I want you to go in, in looking up him. He had a PhD in physics. He came out of the university, I will not call its name, but I believe he went to work for, wow, with, with a physics degree. He went to work for some actual computer engineering web company, which is funny, right? I, 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 it's very, you know, and also <clears throat> they can go into um, the Silicon Valley on the back end and work for a lot of these companies with a physics degree. I was shocked. $100,000 a year. Now, understand that physics is a free degree. If you have a PhD in the sciences, they pay you stipends for you to major in that. Now, I know nobody wants to deal with vectors and all of this and centripetal forces, but the, the point is that he is now a commodity. He's debt-free, you know? He's a lovely wife. He can wear Birkenstock sandals all day, which is, you know, what, what they did. He, he stayed actually a year in Geneva, Switzerland, working on his degree. He said, while you're black ass and white ass or Mexican ass, why are you paying $800 a month for a fucking sociology degree that you can't fucking use? Now you're trying to get a job at Best Buy. Best Buy, Target, Walmart. You're back to square one. And people looking at you like, thought you went to college. Why are you working with us? You got all the motherfucking pledges on you and you didn't win all these fraternities. That's because you're stupid. Let's go to the next point here. Earn some non-job income. Brothers, this is, this is important. <clears throat> okay? This is important. How can we do this? How can we do this? Ron Wills made a video about the same thing. Black men and men in particular having other types of jobs. All right. Now, this is very serious because automation is coming. We all know automation is coming. We have brothers who will be forced out of a job, even for some of the good jobs they're working on. Trucks that can deliver. Wireless Uber drivers, but it's not here yet. Okay, they're working on it. That means the time for you to get on shit right now, right now, right, right, right now is today. Second job skills. Do you have a hobby that you can get paid for? My hobby is YouTube. It doesn't make a lot of money, but it makes some money. Right. Can you blog? You know, some of you brothers know how to fix cars, know how to repair cars. Um, some of you know how to do contracting work on the side. This is the best time in American history to work a second job or a second job or establish something that can bring you another income. Brothers, this is serious. To the American public, this is serious because automation is knocking at your door. You know, yeah, some of you brothers know how to cut hair. You know, this is important for you. Something. Grow weed, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you do. 
but do something. The point is, you can do something. And he's right. Brian L. Rodgers, listen, these Tesla cars, motherfuckers is picking up themselves. It's like, listen, man, now it's going to be like, look, girl, I'm going to come get you. You will? No, nah, bitch, I'm going to send my car over there and come get you. Your car pull up at the bitch house with nobody in it. You call her, bitch, get in the car. Your car going to, and going to get you going to, to, to pick a pussy for you. Pick this hoe up in the projects. If you see them niggas outside, drive off. You telling the car this shit. <coughs> you can go pick up some pussy now in your own electronic car. That's how shit is going now, man. Look, bitch, I don't want to take you home. I have my car do it. Now imagine how how rape's gonna go down. A lot of dudes gonna be able to get out of rape charges, man. Because a lot of times, some of you dudes like Mike Tyson, y'all fuck somebody and don't want to take the female home or something. Now you just like look, I t- look, I have my car do it. But I'm I'm also talking about this. This is important, brothers. We we need to understand that you have something you can do, something that you can do on the side. Some of y'all going to be stripping for fat bitches. That's still a job. Make it rain, nigga. Some of you brothers are computer doctors. Some of you know how to fix computer parts. People don't know how to do that, man. It's time right now for Americans to become very serious with regards to business. Okay? Now you got to be creative because you're looking toward the future, brothers. Some of you may want to relocate. I get emails all the time asking me about how do I feel about Poland? How do I feel about um, other places? You know, how do I feel about relocating to uh, Dominican Republic? You have people who live in, as expats. They bring business skills to other countries. And keep the likes up on the video, brothers. Those of you who are watching. This is the time for you people who are listening to the sound of my voice to explore such ideas. Automation is coming down the pike, people. It is knocking on the door. You would be very well informed to act on it. Not now, but right now. I'm urging you to look at your secondary abilities. Control your own environments. <clears throat> you know, you have you, you have men who have uh, who have talent. Use them, explore them, be astute. I'm telling you, if you are a talented person, if you are so, or you know things they can do to benefit you, be astute now. Exploit it. Jump on it. Start off small with it. This channel is a is a you know I have right now is a good example of this. This channel that I I have now, you know, everybody starts at zero. I started June two thousand fifteen, so almost two years. Went from zero to almost 35,000 35, subscribers on YouTube. You know, and now I was doing it for fun, but hey, it brings in some money every now and then. You know, it's 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 money for food, money for gas. Hey, fuck it. You know? Go give me a few fat bitches every now and then. Okay? So, brothers, let us develop your skills. Now, I had that count for longer than that, but I didn't post my first video until 2015 as a content creator. Let us look at the other options, brothers. Expanding your skills. Let us talk about this. And this article is written by Philip Brewer. I wonder if I can get him to write an article on the Negro Manosphere one day. Maybe I'll contact him. He might charge me an arm and a leg, though. But I'm going to put this article here in the chat so that you brothers can go and watch it. I'm referring to this in my particular podcast today on the Clary podcast. What, What we're talking about today, brothers, those who are listening in the audience, the last one we're discussing here 
Expand your skills. Now, as the environment is changing, you have to adapt to it, man. I made the case that those people I was working at with Verizon, the biggest problem that they had, they did not expand their job skills. They didn't. They did not expand their job skills. They stayed in the same place. Not even job skills, skills to make money in general. Brothers, expand your skills. Learn how to do other things. You don't have to go to school to necessarily do it. But for example, let me tell you this. WordPress is a skill. And let me tell you this. People don't know. Uh, I, you know, you know, you know, you know, the angry man channel. You're very aware of who he is. The angry man channel is one of the most skilled individuals that I would know. I mean, he can do graphics. Um, He's a blogger. He knows how to do things in WordPress. He can do SEO in WordPress. You know, if I'm not mistaken, he may be able to administrate WordPress sites. That's a skill. It's a skill that is payable because when he writes an article, he gets paid. That's a skill. That's a way for him to make money. He's worked on that skill, developed it. And if you look at his articles, they're flawless. He doubles as a YouTuber. He likes YouTubing more than he likes writing. But he is a writer nonetheless. Mumia Obsidian Ali has that same skill. I am developing that skill. How to be an editor, how to WordPress it, how to organize things. It's a skill that makes money. Now, it's an unconventional skill nonetheless, but developing any kind of skill in a new trend will keep you relevant. The problem with people and older people is that they stop developing skills. You know, you get a job for 40 years, 30 years, you don't develop your skills anymore. And what happens is you get left behind. You get left behind. You get left behind. Brothers? And see, this is important. When you get left behind on those particular skills, that's the problem. So develop new skills, new things. Look for new ways. If people are making money, find out how they're doing it. Something that you have an interest in, find out how they're doing it. There's this guy named John Chow. Big time blogger has a website. Guy makes over $100,000 a month. Now, it's funny. If you go to his YouTube <clears throat> page, he has about 30,000 subscribers. But what's so funny is he doesn't have that many views. <coughs> now, listen to this. This guy is buying Lamborghinis. This guy is telling you how to make money. And people don't want to watch him. This guy is giving you the game on how to do things. How to start a business. This is this is one of the most successful guys out there. Big money. But once again, these are people who don't take it serious, man. He's telling you how to develop a skill. Learn that. It's hard to develop a skill. It takes time, I know. But develop it. Skills are always used to your advantage. It is a strength, brothers, a strength. You never stop developing skills. His name is John Chow, J-O-H-N-C-H-O-W. You never stop developing skills, man. That's the thing about being a man. We always keep developing. We keep growing. Let women stay on the on the way on the wayside. Keep developing skills, brothers. All the time. This dude said donate blood once or twice a week for a hundred dollars. <laughs> All right. So 42 minutes in. <clears throat> I think we've covered almost everything that I would like to cover tonight. I know that uh 
Clary said about an hour. I don't know how to stretch this more, but let's see if there are any other things here. And no, it's not. <clears throat> I want to, first of all, thank all of you on YouTube. Uh, I want to thank my good friend, Aaron Clary. He asked me to fill in for him tonight. Actually, in, in polling us in the morning. So I was glad to do this, take the opportunity to speak to his audience. I would like to also thank him for the numerous books he's written. I will go ahead and mention some of them, but most importantly, The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. I bought Back to the Pad Economics. Okay. Uh, and he has other books here I will mention. Um, you know, Worthless, Enjoy the Decline, Curse of the High IQ. I've seen a video on his about that. Awesome. Um, Frank Sevy, Uncle Nick. Run Guts, Pull Clones, Pushing Rubble Downhill, Feminism by Janet Bloom, um, and, and a few other books. <clears throat> but also, um, I, I like to talk about this book in particular, The Black Man's Guide to Poverty. Okay? This book, to me, is the most important book any young black man, a black man period, could get. This is the book I'm giving you. I mean, I know we have people who can give you game on how to do different things, be upfront and direct. Alan Roger Curry has an awesome book on Mold One. Steve the Dean Williams came on, did a podcast with me, in which he got a lot of positive results on having the man mindset. Both of those books are good. But in the consensus that you need to apply everyday life with particular tips, the wealth, the most overall well book I've ever seen written is by Aaron Clary. The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. <clears throat> Everybody from this channel who has bought it has raved its praises. Everybody. It's been not one person that's told me, oh, shit, you recommended me a book that I cannot use. And this is what I want to tell you, brothers. Um, if you have Amazon Kindle, Why not spend $3.95 in bettering your life and reading this book? It's an easy read. Actually, lowered it $3.49 if you get it on Kindle. If you want it on paperback, which I bought it on paperback two years ago, $14.95. I like you, brothers, if you have $3.49, go to Amazon Kindle now. Do not tarry. Buy this book. It's going to really change your life. I've put that there. I've mentioned it before. Everybody who has um, bought the book has sung its praises. I believe they have an audio book also, Brand Elra. So go go to Amazon.com. Check out the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. I don't know about iBooks London. But you guys go and check it out. Subscribe to his channel, in fact. Even if you don't buy it, go subscribe to his channel. His channel is awesome. You get a lot of great content. He answers a lot of questions. Okay, he's an economist. Um, one thing that we don't have is, is really black economists that tell the truth. I mean, you have Dr. Boyce Watkins. But, um, you know, Boyce Watkins is an asshole. So I don't listen to any fucking thing Boyce Watkins says, but you do have Aaron Clary. Um, Aaron Clary is a, a awesome um, content creator. He is white. Oh yes, you know. Let's let's not. I mean, good information doesn't matter if it's coming from a purple person. You know. So three dollars and forty nine cents. Get the Kindle. Pay her back fourteen dollars ninety five cents. Let's also again do some other things. I'd like to uh, mention once again the Amazon affiliate program. <clears throat> uh, we want to give a shout out to people the news um, once again asshole consulting you can advertise on this podcast over 3,000 listeners a week um, Chad Elkins want to give a shout out to 405 Media Lori Zoke, FSN, Canto Talk Blow Me Up Tom, Cynical Libertarian Society and Black Brigade Academic Compositions they can do our academic compositions they can do your resumes for only $100, okay? Uh, go to acp.org. 
forward slash forward slash Jim Fear 138.blogspot.com and Undertur Audio Instagram.com ultimate reading a uh, backslash inst- uh, ultimate reading list. Uh, Max at Wooter.co, Gab.ai and Minds.com, the analysis and valuation of stocks. Um, also, the Dark Knight Advice of the Dark Column, the IKEA Consultants, www.globeandmail.com, backslash life slash health and fitness. Damn, this is a lot of shit. Um, I'll put this in a damn link or something for all of this, all right? <clears throat> and you can get it. But once again, all of these books, all of these things, thank you uh, again to Aaron Clary for letting me be on the actual um, podcast. We have a lot of fucking trolls in the chat today. 129 watching. I need you guys to like the video. I have 128, 102 likes. What the hell is wrong? Let's get the likes up. Now, for me, to be subscribed to the Negro Manosphere. <laughs> Email me, planetoshea at gmail.com. That nigga said, O'Shea, where did you get that single mom V-neck from? Your mama, nigga. That's where I got it from. Okay. Email me. PlanetOshea at gmail.com. Email me now. All right. <clears throat> Get on the email list there and all of this. So I'm going to get the fuck out of here. You niggas is crazy in the chat. Aaron Clary said about an hour. Now we have the trolls coming in here. So 50 minutes is about an hour. And I got to get the fuck out of here. I have class in a few minutes. But shout outs to the whole Negro Manosphere. Yeah, I could toast them, but I ain't going to do it right now. I ain't, I, got, I, I ain't got shit to do. I ain't got time to roast no goddamn trolls. Um, shout out to everybody at NegroManosphere.com. You brothers have really made that website into what it is. Um, Really, really awesome website. In fact, Alan Roger Curry has a uh, article dropping today um, talking about unwanted pregnancies. I'll be doing a um, podcast on that. So, as you know, the buffoonery remains an all-time high. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Clipso, Oregon. Peace out.